Lakers lost again. That's a surprise. Yeah, right. Um, the Lakers lost to the Sacramento Kings. But the thing is, throughout the game, they seem to be playing okay. Not super good, but better than they had been playing. And I actually thought they would win. And it was a winnable game, too. If they had scored in the last two minutes. But, um... I don't know, man. I think the Lakers need to do what I said. They need to get rid of Russell Westbrook and get some better players. They need to fire the coach and get a better coach. It won't solve everything. But at least you can get at least two players for Russell Westbrook. You know what I'm saying? Like Miles Turner and Buddy Hill. And then you can get a better coach than um, Hellboy, <laughs> Darvin Ham. But uh, <coughs> it won't solve everything. But what it will do, it will show that at least you're trying to do something. Right now, it just doesn't seem like they're trying to do anything. You know, at least attempt. This is the Los Angeles Lakers, you know what I'm saying? This ain't no scrub-ass organization. They got, like, some serious fans out there. I don't know if they got serious fans anymore. They losing them by the day. Yeah, some diehard Lakers fans. They always gonna be fans. Whether they lose every game or not. But this is getting a little bit ridiculous. You say they didn't have LeBron James last night? Okay. So what? So what? They were winning the game, man. They shouldn't have never been. Ain't no damn uh, crunch time. But I don't know what's going on, man. I really don't. Now, you know, you gotta, throughout the season as a coach, you got, it's like um, the weather. It's always gonna change. So, when you ask somebody like, uh, say for instance, Russell Westbrook, he was cold at the end of the season. He still can't shoot that well, but he's doing better now, right? So, you did the right thing with him, right? He got better. Now, you got a problem with uh, Patrick Beverly. Patrick Beverly ain't doing shit. 
he just run around. Like, but like, just like Russell Westbrook said he do. He just run around hollering. You know what I'm talking about? That's about all he doing. Nothing else. Just run around swinging his arms and hollering. And, uh, so what you need to do is do the obvious. You need to put Austin Reeves in the starting lineup. And put, uh, Patrick Beverly deep on the bench somewhere for right now. Until he figures it out. Just like Russell Westbrook had to figure it out. You still gotta trade Russell Westbrook. Yeah, you still gotta trade his ass. But, um... Austin Reeves is gonna be another one of those players that played for the Lakers for a few years that had that has tremendous talent, tremendous potential, and the Lakers go make him ride the bench, be second fiddle, and all this kind of stuff to players that's not playing as well as he is right now, but players that have um, more popularity, popularity than he does. Say like a Russell Westbrook or a Patrick Beverly. Even though he's playing and can play better than both of them combined at this point in their career. He should be out there more than anybody. In my opinion, Anthony Davis... LeBron James and Austin Reeves are the three best players on the team. They the big three of the Lakers. Tell me somebody on that team better than them three. And if you say somebody like old ass named um, Lonnie Walker, that sounds like somebody from the 60s, uh, did you lie? And Kendra Nunn, what? Man, get out of here. Nobody, be- nobody on that team are better than those three players. So that's the big three. Austin Reeves, LeBron James, and Anthony Davis. But like I said, with Austin Reeves, what he gonna do is did not go really um, appreciate his talent, the organization, and he gonna end up wanting to get traded, and he gonna end up getting traded, and going to another team, and being very successful, just like all the other players that have done it in the last few years, since Rob Polinko has taken over. Man, it's a long list. Alex Caruso, uh, Kyle Kuzma, um, Brandon Ingram, uh, Malik Monk. <laughs> I mean, the list, I can keep naming people, man. And next is going to be Austin Reeves, 
he gonna be on the list. They didn't, they're not appreciating his talent right now. They're going with, it seems like the Lakers are playing, um, popularity basketball instead of real basketball when it comes to their lineups. Yeah. Russell Westbrook is more popular than um, Austin Reeves. And Le- LeBron James is more popular than any basketball player probably in the NBA right now. But if they are playing like trash and if they are not into it, Take the ass out of the game and put somebody else in that will play better. I don't give a damn how popular they are. Yeah, but this is Hollywood, though. This is Hollywood. And they do got a coach with a big-ass horn on the side of his head. So, I don't know, man. It does. It seems like Housewives of L.A. Yeah, it's just ridiculous. I bet they go in the locker room and cry and argue with each other and stuff. Who, Anthony Davis? Man. I don't know what to say about Anthony Davis. He reminds me of my grandfather. No, he don't. He reminds me of my friend's grandfather. Yeah, my man, my friend's grandfather used to play basketball, so he was, shit, like 60-something. And he moved just like Anthony Davis. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? He was good. I'm just saying. He moved like Anthony Davis. When he was warmed up, nobody could stop him. He had a good jump shot. He could drive to the basket. He wasn't real, like, agile and, like, fluent moving like Anthony Davis. And he was very, very prone to injury because of his age. Like Anthony Davis. He could break something real easily. Like Anthony Davis. And he was always injured because he was old. Like Anthony Davis. <laughs> That's why Anthony Davis remind me of my uh my friend grandfather. Yeah, man. They got a lot of similarities. He should, they should meet each other one day. You know what I'm talking about? Maybe they can play some basketball. I don't know if either one of them will survive that shit, but hey, I can hook it up. Yeah, I told you, man. Every time I tell you, Anthony Davis, he is playing on borrowed time, it seems. I don't know. You know, I could be wrong. Because there have been players that had, like, seemed like 
they cannot get their body right for no reason. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's like they had injuries, 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 injuries. And then all of a sudden, their body just came around and there it was. Like, for a while, uh, Steph Curry was having all them ankle injuries. You know what I'm saying? And then for a while... Remember when um, D-Wade was having all them knee problems? I mean, it's been players that seem to be injured a lot. And then all of a sudden, they just came around. And then there are players like Tracy McGrady that... Never came around, you know what I'm saying? He just... Injuries just followed him throughout his entire career. And it sidetracked his career, too. At least, uh... Anthony Davis did get one championship. But people don't respect it, though. They don't respect that championship. Because it was in a bubble. I told you what I suggest for the Lakers. Two suggestions. Get rid of the coach. And uh, get rid of Russell Westbrook. And get Buddy Hill. And uh, Miles Turner. And like I said. It won't change everything. But it'll at least show that you're trying. And you be the, and, and, and say for instance. Worst case scenario, you get Miles Turner and Buddy Hill, and both of them get injured. At least you got rid of Russell Westbrook, guys. You know what I'm saying? Now you can play Austin Reeves in this spot as much as possible, because he is the man. So, getting rid of Russell Westbrook and getting two potentially good players in return is a win-win situation. Get, listen to this. Right here. If you got rid of Russell Westbrook. And got nothing in return. <laughs> it might be a win-win situation. You getting all that money off your books. And you getting rid of Russell Westbrook. Man, please. They need to come up. They, they need to let me go up there and run the front office. Because I don't think Palenko and Jimmy Boosie, uh, Bus, don't know. They don't know what the hell they doing, apparently. The Lakers supposed to be a championship organization. And now they just, I don't know what they are. The real housewives of L.A. <laughs> That's what it is. They Hollywood. Yeah, man. The NBA is turning Hollywood in general to me because um, it's a lot of focus on what's going on off the court than it is 
What's going on on the court? It's like the same amount of coverage. To be honest with you, man, I could give a shit what these players do off the court. Because like I always said, I could probably tell 100% of the players in the NBA I'd never get along with the ass anyways, you know what I'm saying? They're not my type of people. <laughs> I could watch them play basketball. I could watch them in interviews about basketball and all that kind of stuff. But as far as, like, would I ever want to meet them? Nah, not really. So, I don't care what they doing off the court. That's why I'd be kind of, like, frustrated when I turn on ESPN, Fox Sports, or listen to podcasts about the NBA, and they talking about everything but what's going on on the court. They have, like, like inside the NBA, see if it's a 45-minute podcast, 30 minutes is something that doesn't have shit to do with basketball and then maybe no let's say 35 minutes has nothing to do with basketball and maybe the last 10 minutes they try to go through every team in the NBA and talk about them real fast but the first 35 minutes is just gossip and opinions and all this kind of stuff about what's going on off the court that has shit to do with sports, has shit to do with basketball, and they just talking nonsense. It's very frustrating, man. I watch basketball, and I pay attention to basketball for what's going on on the court. You know what I'm saying? When I'm watching the Lakers, I'm not thinking like, damn, man, I wonder what his religious views are. (laughs) I don't give a shit what his religious views are. I'm trying to watch basketball. You know what I'm saying? I mean, some people care, but the point is, stop focusing on that shit so much when we trying to watch basketball. If these people want to uh, I don't know, man. I just don't like the reporting, man. I don't like the reporting. People should have an opinion. People should have all this and freedom of speech and blah, 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 and blah, blah. But when I turn on Fox Sports... <laughs> And when I turn on ESPN, I want to hear about sports, man. Now, when I turn on the news, or if I turn on TMZ, or if I turn on any of that other stuff, I know what to expect. But when I turn on Fox Sports, you know what I expect? Do you know what I expect when I turn on Fox Sports? I expect to hear about freaking sports. You know what I mean? Not what somebody did off the court, who their girlfriend is, or what they doing on no damn social media. 
Oh, they playing basketball on social media? I want to know who won the fucking game last night. <laughs> I don't want to know <laughs> what somebody did on no damn social media, man. ESPN be tripping, man. And so do Fox Sports. And so do some of the um, sports uh, journalists and columnists or whatever they call themselves. The reporters and analysts. Like, man, you you came in here to be a sports reporter, right? Report on sports, man. You feel what I'm saying? Report on sports. Don't let them trick your ass into being no damn uh, news reporter. No, you know, regular news. You are sports journalists. Talk about sports. And they say, oh, well, that is a part of it because t- one of the players did something weird off the court. I don't, you not hit a report what the dude did off the court. You hit a report what he doing on the court, inside the sport. You know what I'm saying? That's so frustrating, man. That is, it's frustrating. But, yeah, man, it's real frustrating. I'm, I'm tired of, you know, I'm not going to lie. I don't, yeah, I don't care. But if something is so, like, uh, trending and all that, it does spark my interest. But I would figure, like, for example, it's a big story going on around the NBA. It's been going on for, what, about two weeks now, right? And my aunt, she watches the news maybe three times a day. It's mostly local news, but then she watches the world news at like 6.30, right? Or whatever, hey, come on. So I asked her, I said, did you hear about so-and-so in the, in the NBA, that big story? She's like, nah, I ain't heard nothing about that. I said, what? You watch the news all day long and you ain't hear nothing about that at all? So, something that has nothing to do with sports. Something that is not even related to sports, period. The only relation is, is because it is a sports player. Is all over the sports channel, right? But on the other channel where they report... I mean, well, with the local channel, when the news comes on, and when the news comes on for the world news, it's not even on there at all. And it has nothing to do with sports. You, you would figure it would be on the world news and the other news, 
but not on the sports news, in my opinion, because this is supposed to be about sports, but it's like a riddle or something, I don't know, man, I'm starting to confuse myself, no, I'm shit, no, I'm not confused. The confused, they, I think, the sports reporters, they are confused. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I think they confused. They think they work for TMZ or um, some kind of gossip column or something. They forgot that they're supposed to be reporting on basketball players and, and sports players. The hell is going on? And you know, I know. I know that athletes do crazy shit off the court that has to be reported on, right? And I guess sometimes you gotta do it, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, if they get in a car crash or they hurt themselves and it affects um, them on the court, but some of the stuff is just, it just seems a little excessive, you know what I'm saying, it's like clickbait or something, you just keep running the same shit over and over and over again, like, damn, stop talking about it, Kim, it was fucking 30 games, <laughs> on I mean, we're not 30, all 30 teams played the other day, right? I turn on a podcast, an NBA podcast, a popular one, right? And they only talked about the games for like about 10, 15 minutes. And maybe the other 45 minutes of it was about something that has nothing to do with anything about a basketball or a basketball court or a rebound or defense or any of that shit. And I'm like, man, what am I listening to? Yeah. It's frustrating, man. And and they say well, there's so much negativity out there. There's so much negativity in the world. There's so much negativity in the world. Well, shit, man. If you stop talking about it so much, then maybe it'll decrease a little bit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But if you keep talking about the same thing over and over and over again and keep beating it in the people's head, then... Hey, look, that's what's going to happen, right? Uh, yeah, so, <laughs> it's real frustrating, man. I think I got it all out. But Lakers suck, and so do some of these damn sports analysts. And sports reporters and columnists <laughs> and journalists and all of them. They need to go work for TMZ or the Inquirer or something. This is basketball, man. 
Talk about a rebound or assist. A poor defense. You know what I'm talking about? Talk about how garbage Patrick Beverly been playing since he got to the Lakers. Or talk about... Talk about something funny. Talk about how Russell Westbrook look like a Ninja Turtle and Darvin Ham look like Hellboy. You know what I'm talking about? Talk about those things. Talk about how AD look like something from Sashimi Street. He like Big Bird. Talk about that, man.